Welcome to the Thriving Soulpreneur Podcast. This is a space where we talk about human design, spirituality, and neuroscience, all applied to business and money. My purpose is to help struggling solopreneurs to run sustainable businesses, to become financially resilient, and to create powerful change within their communities and beyond. I am your host, Andrea Niño de Guzman, a numbers girl and a neuro geek who left the corporate world to do what she does best to catalyze transformations. I am thrilled and honored to have you here, and I really hope to serve you in the best way possible. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this new episode of the Thriving Solopreneur Podcast. This is um, the second episode on our series from ID to Thriving. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the next stage, which is our performance entrepreneur. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, I suggest you stop this episode, play back, um, look into the previous one where we, where we talk about the hiding solopreneur and what this journey entails so that you understand the context of where the performance entrepreneur take comes into play. But um, if you have already watched this or if you have already listened to the previous one, let me give you a brief recap. The first stage um, that everybody, that I sense that everybody goes through is the stage of hiding. And the stage of hiding is where you aren't really showing up in your business, where you're having inconsistent results, um, where you're constantly comparing yourself to others, feeling overwhelmed, not really sure about how to run a business and dealing with many thoughts around um, not trusting yourself, um, trying to prove your worth, um, struggling with possibly self-love and self-acceptance, et cetera. So that's the first stage. And what at that stage, what you're experiencing is a lot, a lot of fear, a fear of showing up in your business, a fear of failing, the fear of what they're going to say. There's a lot of fear that is inexperienced. So as you start deconditioning and as you start working through your self-love, your self-worth um, and your, your self-acceptance at that stage, then slowly you start feeling more safe, safe to show to show up in your business, safe to start sharing more about your offers, safe to start connecting with others. And that leads you into this new stage of the performance entrepreneur. Now, remember, I was using an analogy of the cappuccino. The first stage is the foam. Heidi solopreneur, you're at the foamy stage of the cappuccino. The performance stage, the performance solopreneur stage is a mix. It's a middle stage between foam and milk in the cappuccino. So this is an intermediate stage. And when you hit that stage, you are highly focused on performance. Why? Because this is the natural rhythm, the natural, like I'm, I'm not, not, maybe not natural, but it's, I guess, the standard way of doing things right now where, you know, you, you want to build a business online, you don't know how. So what happens, you sign up for courses, different programs that are going to teach you how to launch, how to promote your offers, how to sell, how to, you know, talk on social media, how to create many things. You know, it, it, there are so many how-tos in, in the online business space. So it's very likely that you're going to sign up for one of those. And at this stage, 
your focus is on, yes, learning a lot about what it means to build a business online, um, learning a lot on how to create offers and market and sell and all that. But much of your focus is on doing. That's a foundation. Doing, 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 doing. Implementing all these strategies that you're learning, all these frameworks, all these ways of doing, setting all the systems in place, you know, following what other people are doing, and maybe even wanting to become more efficient, um, wanting to have more clarity around your messaging, um, improve your conversions around sales. So basically, you're performing for your business, right? You are, and what could happen is also this requiring a lot of time, you working more hours than what you were expecting to, investing a lot of your weekends on this, you know, to create content, to set the systems, to do this, to do that, maybe sacrificing your time with your family, um, sacrificing the time for self-care, sacrificing the time that you have for yourself. And your goal or your focus at this stage is maybe even reaching an economic goal or a financial goal, maybe having X amount of sales, maybe um, having X amount of new clients each month. Why? Because the driver behind all this is you want to build a profitable business. You want to build a business that brings money. And that's totally reasonable, right? Everybody starts like this, which is why I say like this is the standard way of, of this is part of the standard path. You're no longer hiding, you're taking action. You're showing up, you're doing the work, you want to have the results. Now, the results may or may not come. They may come, they may not come, um, but what is going to come if you keep going at this pace is that eventually you're either going to bring yourself out, you are going to start resenting your business, or you're going to start feeling completely disconnected to your business or even like avoiding it at all, you know, in, in, in avoiding it, yes, in, in, in general. Why? Because this way of being, this way of constant doing, 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 isn't um, sustainable over the long term. And especially if you are a spiritual entrepreneur. Why? Because I'm willing to bet that as you are implementing these strategies, these external frameworks, there's some part of you that tells you, ah, I don't really want to do this, or ah, this doesn't feel right, or ah, this feels kind of icky. But there's the other part of you, um, the condition side, that tells you, nope, this is the way that's supposed to be doing. So-and-so is selling, I don't know, $10,000 a month, is selling $30,000, $50,000 a month. This is what exactly what they're doing. So we have to follow these steps. We have to do this. And all of a sudden, your business turns into a bunch of have tos. It turns into a bunch of shoulds. This is how often you should post. This is how often you should launch. This is how often you should sell. This is how often you should create new conversations. This is how often you should engage with people. All of a sudden, it becomes heavy with all these shoulds. And there's no room or there's no talk about impact. There's no room for joy. There's no room for, you know, for, for you, for alignment, none of that. It's all about execution and doing, doing, doing. Because again, we've been conditioned as a whole to believe that if we follow these steps and if we do it exactly as we're told, 
we're going to have this expected result. And yes, it may come, but it may not come. But we're not factoring, you know, that you one, you're not a machine. Two, you're also a being of energy. Three, there's also guidance that you're receiving that you're completely ignoring. And again, that just piles up into a gigantic snowball that is not going to get you where you really want, right? So this is the stage, the performance stage. And if you are at this stage, and if you are feeling disconnected from your business, if you are avoiding, if you feel that you are avoiding, procrastinating many things in your business, um, if you feel that you know, you're, you're just tired of all these um, cookie cutter frameworks, then please listen to me. Now, if this is you and you are focused on measuring on, on the metrics, on, you know, perfecting your systems and you are not resenting your business, but you're flowing and, and you have everything is working and you are receiving, you're achieving your results, the desired results, then perfect. You know, you don't need to listen to the rest if you don't want to. But if you are stuck, if you are not really enjoying where you're at, if you are feeling burnt out, feeling very frustrated, um, overwhelmed again, um, then we need to change things. Okay. We need to we need to learn how to manage this state of, of performance. Because yes, you are learning about running a business, you're learning a lot about it. But just because you're learning a lot about it doesn't mean that you have to burn yourself out in the process. And for me, how I, when I was at this stage, when I was completely disconnected from, from my business, and, and I actually went back into hiding because I didn't want to do any of what I was being told, um, what helped me was identify what areas of my business were triggering me. In my case, it was sales. I didn't have any issues creating offers. I didn't have any issues creating content. Didn't have any issues creating systems. It was sales. I really, really struggled connecting with people, reaching out, um, having sales conversations. They just felt icky because, you know, at some, you know, I was being told that I had to follow scripts, that I had to, you know, um, learn how to manage objections, that I had to use um specific types of languages to help them you know call them out on you know their inconsistencies there were just these uh, icky business practices that i wasn't really in alignment with when in reality what i was really craving was let's just have an honest conversation i want to hear where you're at i i really want to connect to your vision to your purpose to to the impact that you want to create and let me talk to you about what lights me up and if we're a match then that's great. And if not, you know, we, we're still friends. We're still going to follow each other and like each other. And everybody goes on their own path without any attachment of what's your closing rate like, or how are you handling those objections? Like all that ugh, icky stuff. It didn't sit well with me. And because I felt that I had to follow these strategies from all these coaches that I was paying um, money for uh, to, to, so they could teach me this stuff, it just made me feel bad about myself. It made me feel like there was something wrong with me. Um, again, like I said, it took me back into hiding and it just didn't work out. So what did help me at the end was when I looked at every area of my business, you know, we have 12 areas in your business. I looked into each and I identified which 
of these areas was were the ones that were really, really triggering me. Um, the ones where I was feeling overwhelmed, the ones where I was feeling very tired, the ones that were really stressing me out. Um, so once I identified them, the next step was to look at all the activities that were happening in these areas. So what, what, am, what was I doing? In many cases, I was hiding. So then the next question was, okay, what should I, should, what should I be doing in this area? Based on the training, based on this coach, based on this methodology, what am I supposed to be doing in this area? So I listed that out. Then I asked myself, okay, what is working in this area? What am I doing that feels good for me? Um, that yes, is delivering results, but that feels good or feels fun or feels easy for me. And then I asked myself, okay, what isn't working in this area? And that's when all the shoulds came into play. You know, it's not, I'm not reaching out to people. I had a coach who told, who tell me you have to have like, I forget how many it was. It was like 10 sales conversations a day, 10 sales conversations, not just 10 conversations, 10 sales conversations a day. And because that's what he was teaching. And there was no way now that I could have 10 sales conversations in the day because my nervous system wasn't at that level. Maybe his was, but not mine. I was so scared of having a, a, a converse, one conversation. I was so scared of rejection. Can you imagine what it would be like if I just, pushed myself to have those 10, you know, it, it just wasn't sustainable. So that that's what I'm talking about. What isn't working for you? What are they telling you that you have to do that doesn't feel in alignment, that um, doesn't bring you joy, where you feel that you have to force yourself to go through it? You know, there isn't any excitement that maybe you're even avoiding. And, and yes, avoiding, you know, some people tell you, yes, avoiding comes from fear because it's new. But yes, avoiding also comes from from a place where you 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 know there's there's a lot there's a deep trigger that maybe can come from past trauma. So you know it's 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 your avoidance is telling you something. You don't just have to power through and override it, right? There's there's deep work that you have to do here. Um, I ask myself, what brings me shame? what triggers self-judgment out of all these activities. And again, I looked at all the shoulds and every single should triggered so much shame in you because I saw that everybody else was doing it and I wasn't, that triggered a lot of judgment. Um, you know, it just took me down the rabbit hole of, of you're not enough. You should be doing more. You're a failure. You're never going to succeed. And it just kept me in this state of constant, not enoughness. Right. And, and, why I feel this is important when you look at these excerpts, when you identify, you go through these questions is because once you've identified what's not working for you, what's, what's not bringing you joy, what's actually triggering a lot of shame. Once you identify that, then the next step is to actually replace those activities with activities that you want to do, with activities that feel better for you. Okay, maybe I can't have 10 conversations a day, but maybe I could have one a month. Does that feel better for my system? Will that make me, will that bring me enough money for me to cover my financial obligations in the month? Maybe, maybe not, but does it feel good in my system? Yes. So what do you want to do? What types of activities do you want to do? How can you replace those heavy 
ugh, activities with things that really light you up, with things that really excite you. And it doesn't matter if they're tiny, but what do you want to do? So this is something that you can start working in your business if you are feeling um, you know, completely shut down, if you're feeling completely overwhelmed or feeling like you're just not moving forward with all these expectations. And the reason why I, I place so much emphasis in this is also because you know, we're spending a lot of money hiring these coaches. We're spent, we're investing a lot in these programs that are that are meant to to teach us new methodologies, new ways of doing business. And it's not to shut them down. But what I have issues with is that, that there's this perception, and I've heard it in so many circles, that if you don't follow the path, if you don't follow the instructions exactly to the T then you can't really complain about it not working for you because then that means that you're not coachable. That means that you don't know how to follow instructions, that you don't, you, you need to be, you, you don't know, um, you need to be able to follow through. You need to be able to repeat these steps because if you repeat them, if so many people had success, that means that you can also be successful. And, the, and it just puts you in this state. It just shames you, right? Because like I mentioned, maybe your nervous system isn't ready to for that level of action. Um, maybe your beliefs, you know, maybe the past experiences from, you know, um, maybe painful experiences are really triggering things that you can't just override through with action that you have to work through. And that's why I feel that when you start taking ownership of these activities and when you start um, giving yourself permission to put them apart, and see what works and what doesn't and replace them with things that does because no other program is going to do that for you um, unless you work with somebody with a coach who is going to help you in that way. Um, but when you start doing things in a way that feel more aligned with you, then that brings, you know, it, it, it helps, it lowers your level of stress. It low, it helps, you know, it calms down your, your, your sympathetic nervous system. So you're not reacting from fear um, or this flight or fight response. Um, you're not, you're, you're, you're not, you're the dialogue inside your mind of you're going to fail. You're such a failure is, you know, is quieted and you can start doing business from very different point of view. Right. So it's, it's about, it's moving away from this notion that there is no other alternative. I have to do it this way into this new way of thinking that there is always an alternative. I don't just have to follow instructions. I can learn from this, but I can also add my own stuff into it. All right. Um, in terms of thinking and feeling, in terms of you as a CEO, when you are at the stage, I would look into, you know, all these triggers, you know, the, the areas, the, the, the moments, the experiences where you find yourself, where you observe yourself holding back where um, you feel that you can't really show yourself as you are, um, where you feel that you might be shut down for, for thinking different, where you um, feel that you might be criticized for wanting to do, for wanting to, to do things differently. And again, noticing that because that's the stuff that you can start working on on a personal level. Um, thinking about all the ways in which you feel powerless to change your situation, your finances, your business, where, you know, 
you get stuck in, there is no other alternative that I have to do it this way. Um, think of all the ways in which you feel like you have no control. You just simply, you can't change the situation. You can't change the context. So this is going to give you the foundation for your next level of um, healing, for your next level of, of personal development. Um, I think that, what did I want to say about this part? Um, I do feel that there is a lot of shaming, especially with spiritual entrepreneurs around speaking up, sharing your point of view, sharing, you know, what you're guided to do, how you're guided to run your business. Because especially when you're at this stage, there's so much focus in action and in doing and 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 in performing that you're not really listening to your intuition. You're not really listening to your guidance. And if you do at this stage, because maybe it depends on how much experience you have, but maybe you're so new in business or you feel that you don't know enough, it's very easy to shut down your, you know, that intuitive guidance of, you know, why, why don't you do it this way? It's very easy to go into the, no, everybody else is doing it this other way. And that's the path that I have to follow because if they have results, I can get results too. And I can't tell you how many times I've witnessed as, um, you know, the shaming or the shutting down of spiritual entrepreneurs in, in these business circles where, you know, where somebody maybe ventured to say things that, you know, are very different from the norm. Um, somebody who might venture to say, you know, I don't want to launch. I want to make a lot of money, but I don't want to launch at all. Or, you know, I, I can't decide right now. I have to connect and listen to my guides and see if this is in alignment for me or if working with you is in alignment for me. You know, I've heard so many comments of people making fun of, of these situations and basically shutting them down of like, oh, you know, what are, she, what are her guides going to say? Should I, you know, manage the objections for her guides? It's just stupid stuff like that. And it, it Oh, it really triggered me when I when I saw this, when I read these comments. And this is one of the reasons why I'm building a new, why I want to build a new way of doing business that it really integrates your guides and intuition and, and our energy levels and all that. Because when you know that you think differently, when you know that you process information differently, when you know that you receive information, not just from your five senses, but from you know the, a different dimension or from a different state or frequency, it's very easy to shut yourself down and not share your, not share your way of doing things. Um, because, because out of fear, out of fear of judgment, fear of criticism, and that just feeds into this need to want to do, 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 do. And you just keep on, you stay in this state of complete disconnect from yourself. Right. Um, so that's that's what I wanted to share. Um, be mindful of where you're at here. Like I mentioned, if things are working, you don't have any issues, great. Um, but if you feel that you are very disconnected, if you feel that you're really struggling, if you feel that you're no longer connected to the purpose of your business, if you're resenting your business, if you're avoiding your business, then definitely check in on this um, like I mentioned in, in the last podcast, I have a masterclass that can walk you through the 12 areas of your business. Use that to
to help you identify which area of my business is triggering me right now. Go through the questions that I laid out and on this podcast um, and start thinking about those episodes where you feel that you can't really, you know, show up as yourself, where you can't really speak up in your truth, where where you know there's stuff that is that you feel that you you can't really show up as yourself. And you just have to do business in a way that you're being told to do. And if that's you, definitely put this to work. I would love to hear your insights, what came out of this. Um, I would love to hear, you know, those where you feel that you're struggling the most. Um, and, you know, every every experience is different. There is no standards here. Everybody is going to experience this stage differently. Some people are going to love it. Some people are going to find this very helpful. Some people are going to find this stage very triggering. That's why it's an, it's an intermediate stage. Um, but it's a stage that we all go through uh, for good or bad. And that unlocks the next level, which we're going to talk about on our next, on the next episode, which is the level of the self-aware entrepreneur or the self-aware solopreneur. Um, and that's it's a very different um landscape from what we discussed as as a performer if you're in the performer or in the performance stage all right um well yeah that's that's it for now i would love to hear your thoughts on this if you're at the stage what which areas are triggering you the most what are you struggling with the most or if you're not at the stage then i would love also to know what's working for you um how are you enjoying this stage of performance what are you learning in this stage of performance how is that helping you move forward too so it's not just all bad. You know, there's a lot of goodness that ha- happens here. Um, so keep me posted with both. And I will catch you on our next episode to discuss the third level of this journey from hiding to thriving. Take care, everyone. 